0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today.
1: All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
2: Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen,
0: they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of hope. Messages
3: of hope. Well, hello everybody. If you're wondering where I am today, because Ty and I are on the road for six months, always traveling around, we are in the beautiful state of Missouri. We saw the whole state today, well, at least west to east. Yesterday, I was thrilled to be on the campus of beautiful Unity Village. That's where the show is broadcast, and I got to meet Jeff and Louie, the engineers who help with the show. I got to meet the folks who are helping to organize my retreat at Unity Village next year. That's April 11th to 14th. A four-day retreat to get away from it all and get to know how holy and sacred you are. My Holy You Retreat. If I was excited before, it's off the charts now because I got to see and feel the spaces where we'll be meeting. And it's just going to be an awesome experience. So then today we get in the bus and we drove all the way across the state to the St. Louis area because I have a class here this weekend. So (laughs) we just parked the bus and here we are. Now, That music, it just said, your loved ones are all around you, close as a thought or a memory. If you tuned into my show last month or so, I told you about my dear friend, Brenda Baker, who passed to the other side, but has made it so clear that she doesn't want anybody to forget her. Well, I had a drop in from Brenda again yesterday. I'm sitting to meditate And all of a sudden, here's Brenda talking in my ear, in her voice, her inflection. I just love when she visits me because it's just stunning. When I do readings as a medium for most people, when I haven't met their loved ones, when they talk to me from the other side, it sounds like my thoughts. But when Brenda's standing there next to me, it's Brenda. And she started making a, a swimming motion with her hand, and she started talking about a shark. And she was trying very hard to get through to me that somebody, a dear friend, was having an experience with a shark. She said, come on, like Tiburon, which is shark in Spanish. And she started playing that Jaws movie music in my ear. So I posted a note about it on the Soul's Awakening Facebook group, which is, which Brenda helped to found with our dear friend Lynette. And it turns out that Lynette and three other members of Soul's Awakening had very clear shark stories and synchronicities just the day before, including the fact that Lynette was talking about shark attacks with her sister just the day before. So this again is just beautiful evidence that those who have passed, listen in on our conversations, know what's going on with us. And it's just so wonderful to get that validation. So that's my little mediumship story of the day. So just before the show, I was sitting here listening to a song that's on my iPhone that absolutely sends me. It's called Soul Joy, and it's written by our guest today, who is Emmy Award-winning composer Jim Oliver. Jim is a friend of mine now. I had the pleasure of meeting him when I was hooked up with him for his work to compose a piece for some meditations of mine. We'll talk about that later, but I was so honored to be able to work with Jim, and now that he's agreed to talk to us today, Jim is a pioneer of healing with sound and color, and he shares his vision of being of the highest service through his music and harmonized color. Aren't you excited to hear about how music and color come together? But this is thanks to Jim's understanding of how music resonates with our body, with our mind, our spirit, and our emotions. Jim has created more than 3,500 hours of transformational healing music. He began his career in music many years ago. I don't want to tell you how many years ago, but he's run the spectrum of being a, uh, performing with a symphony orchestra to being a composer in residence at the Sundance Institute with Robert Redford. So his special gift, and this is especially why I wanted, why I wanted to share him with you today, is that he spontaneously welcomes what he calls the music of the spheres and can just play it. Oh, I wish you had the chance to listen to him live like I have, but enough of me talking. I want you to listen to Jim live. Welcome, Jim.
1: Hi, Suzanne. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: (laughs) And Jim is coming to us from his studio in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where Ty and I both had the pleasure of sitting as he spontaneously created this music of the sphere, uh, Jim, you were so generous when I was looking to give a gift to to people who enjoy my work of a meditation. I said I'm not going to charge people for this, and I can't pay you for the music. And and you said, go on my website, which is JimOliverMusic.com, and pick any piece you want and use it. I I just that just right off the bat told me what kind of person you are.
1: Well so glad to have been able to have something that you as you put it resonate with and something that resonates with your work and and sends a you know a positive inspirational message of of welcoming and peace and kindness to the people who experience your beautiful meditations.
3: Well the the beautiful part of it was that it The meditation I wanted to record was the meditation that the young man named Wolf gave to me, and I included in my book Wolf's Message. And when I went through and I found this perfect piece of music, I looked at the name, and the name of the song you had given was Radiant Heart, and the meditation was all about balancing the head and the heart. So then Ty and I got to meet you in person, and I brought another meditation again to give as a gift on my website and this time as i spoke the words in the studio where you are now you spontaneously i want to say you channeled your music so let's talk about that do you consider it channeling when you do that ad hoc composing
1: Um, i feel it's uh, all the above um you know uh, You didn't want to reveal how long I've been doing this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm okay with that. I started piano when I was four and a half years old. And that was perhaps the unusual kid who mom and dad didn't have to force to practice. In fact, I was 180 degrees in the other direction. I would uh, skip school so I could stay home and play the piano and practice. (laughs) Um, As soon as I started Playing, I knew that that was what my life would be uh, this time around, and it's been an un- unbelievable unfolding um, observe, observing how people respond to frequency, waveform, orchestral sounds, which we then weave together in what's called music. Music is a combination of notes and tones and waveforms. Sine wave is a flute sound. Sawtooth wave is a brass sound like a trumpet. Um, square wave is a woodwind sound like clarinet and all infinite combinations thereof. And then when you take a note, you add another note. And now you have an interval, and intervals have engaging properties if you play an octave it's very open if you play your root note and note that's a fifth above uh, for those that play music on a piano if you go from C to G there's your fifth that's a very open sound then you add a third note now you've created a chord and it can be major key which is very light and uplifting uh, as people perceive it or it could be a minor key it could be augmented it could be um, suspension chords suspended chords resolve which which people then identify with problem and solution when you engage the emotions, and that 's where chord progressions, modulations all the all the subtle aspects of music that, as a listener. Um, you don't tend to sit there and analyze it and go, okay, he went up a major third, now he went down a minor second, now Mm -hmm. he's augmenting to this. It's something that you experience, and that's really the whole key to what we're going to talk about today is it's about your experience. If somebody plays the song Happy Birthday to one person, they're going to have a certain emotional response to that. You play it to another person, they could have a totally different emotional response. Let's Mm -hmm. say, for example, someone always had happy birthdays and it was presents and family and everybody got along great. You're going to have a very different response than someone who their most recent birthday, you know, turned into a brouhaha and people weren't getting along and, and, you know, the, the spouse or the the significant other stormed out because they were mad at your brother or your sister or the neighbor or who knows what. So uh, you talked about water and sharks. Imagine someone who's always had pleasant times at the beach. When you play ocean sound, they're going to have a certain response compared to someone who might have got caught in an undertow and almost drowned or someone who had a shark attack experience. Okay. So, So that's the really important part is – is that music is the universal language it's the universal healer but it's totally unique to each person so when i sit down at the keyboards i really uh, very simply surrender any aspect of the gym and the the personality and the mind Uh, With its expectations and always trying to hijack the attention and I just Hmm. totally show up as a clean slate and I ask what will serve to the highest purpose in this moment and into the future and step out of the way and let the music unfold.
3: Well, that sounds like channeling to me. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, and you know, and because I started piano at four and a half and i 'm now sixty five i 've been doing this for over sixty years i 've got tens and tens and tens of thousands of hours somewhere roughly around seventy thousand hours of mm. playing music, so it comes much more naturally to me than um, most everything um you know in, including yeah. conversations and socializing it 's you know well if you imagine you know when I was in college and I was in class forty hours a week, and I still managed to practice um I was a classical organ major, so I played pipe organs and you practice on those at churches, so I would you know, after class, I'd go to the church. I'd practice for two hours, go home, have supper, go back to the church, practice for right. three more hours, um, you know, do some homework, be up at six o'clock in the morning, play at church before I then went to class at eight o'clock. And, you know, you, it's a very uh, solitary uh, devotional life that right. people see you when you're, uh, quote unquote, performing. Uh, particularly if you're in the entertainment sector. So you're on stage performing and they think, oh, yeah, this guy sits around and he plays music for people, yakety-yak, it's a good time. What well, they don't see is mm-hmm. the other <laughs> 10 hours of your day sitting there staring at a sheet of music with little teeny dots on it <laughs>
3: and trying yeah. to make
1: it sound good. <laughs> so,
3: Well, Jim, um, let me ask you this. You made such an interesting point to me about how emotions come into music because of the memories we have associated Associated with certain songs i yeah. i've always just pictured that it's the tones of the music and those major or minor chords that that bring on certain moods but of course you're right about that but your music people that hear it normally don't already have associations because it's original music mm-hmm. so uh, some of your songs your pieces I don't even want to call them songs, that doesn't seem to do them a service. Your pieces, your compositions will uplift and others may take us to different emotions. Do you set an mm-hmm. intention before you, you compose a piece of what you want that music to do? Or again, is it always just in the hands of higher consciousness?
1: Sometimes. Um, well, you know, really, when I do music, it's purposeful. Um, I don't always sit down and just see what falls out of my sleeves, although mm-hmm. sometimes I do just sit and improvise just to experiment and explore. Um, but when we have a group or we're doing a, a live streaming music meditation um, or I'm doing music for like your m- meditation, um, there's, there's a focus, there's an intentionality of being of the highest service. Um, For example, when we uh, did our most recent music meditation live streaming, Harmonies of Light, it was on solstice, which we typically do them on uh, some sort of um, important energetic day. Since music is energy, since we're energy, life is energy, life is experiential and experimental. For solstice, the whole um, essence of this solstice was the alignment and the balance between night and day. The solstice, the summer solstice, is where there's equal day and night. And being here in New Mexico, there is a wonderful place called Chaco Canyon, which is an ancient civilization from right around the year 1000. You know. 100 or 150 years before that to right around 1,200. So this was a three or so hundred year developed civilization where they had tens of thousands of people. They built their buildings that were perfectly aligned to uh, solar events, solstices and equinoxes. They had markings on the wall and they put windows, these uh, very wide windows that when the sun would come through, they would mark on the wall and they knew when the, the, the correct mm-hmm. time to plant was, the correct time to harvest. And so in you fact, were in the right in area for that. Yes. And in that civilization, in that community, there was a person who was the sun watcher and there was a person who was the moon watcher. And they were um, it was an extremely responsible position that uh, um, you didn't want to mess it up. Uh, let's say that they, they put a row of um, sticks in the ground and they n- paid attention to when the shadow was exactly perpendicular to the row of sticks. And they knew that that was in alignment with the balance of the sun when the sun was at the highest point, and they would align the sides of their buildings to that. And um, Jan and I hiked out to some very far away places from the main center of Chaco, several miles away, and there was an outcropping of buildings there. And you could look through these side windows of these three or four buildings that were built next to each other. You could look right through the windows, and what you saw was a bluff way off in the distance of uh, that, that overlooked the Chacoan civilization. So everything was very mindful, very purposeful, and you, you mentioned the music of the spheres. Music of the spheres is that god-essence music that is created through the resonance of all life through the galactic connection the cosmic connection through our physiology here we resonate like a tuning fork and the the way that sound engages emotions is through cellular memory even though when i sit and improvise when we do the harmonies of light live stream events and we get people from all over the world simultaneously in the moment experiencing me playing in the studio and we broadcast that out on the internet so we've had people you know over a thousand people from 34 35 countries in that moment and and you know people can learn more about that on on the website jimolivermusic.com and go to the i've attended those sessions and they're
3: very powerful really truly wonderful experiences
1: and even though i'm doing live spontaneous improvisation and i'll explain in a moment why i do that what the guidance was about that even though it's a new original piece that you've never heard before those chord progressions, those resonances of frequencies in different keys—major key, minor key—the uh, combinations of intervals that evoke and engage your emotions—and I would, you know, like to share that in my experience and all the work that I've done with, you know, literally. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of one on one sessions with people, you know, with using kinesiology, muscle testing, acupuncture meridians as the guide for what frequencies to play. The emotions are what's in the driver's seat. And that's the beauty of music because it engages the emotions. That's why they use music as the soundtrack for movies because it reinforces, amplifies, the emotion of the movie it sets you up for what's to come it resolves what has completed so it's like a little subtle mm-hmm. tour guide um, that accompanies the movie so so that's really important to remember is we are tuning forks we have our own resonance and if you take two tuning forks that are both tuned to a four hundred and forty cycles and you tap one and it's ringing, if you move it next to the other one that that second one will actually start to vibrate and yeah. sing just like the one that you tapped because those equal length forks on the tuning fork are in Resonance in harmonic resonance, sympathetic vibration, sympathetic resonance, and that's where, you know, on subtle levels, that's how we are attracted to each other. You say, so, yeah, I'm
3: really. So may I, may I interrupt person. a second, Jim? Yes, you, ma'am. When I when I teach my mediumship classes to people, I tell them that the way psychics work is they can tune into the actual energetic signature of the person they're sitting with and I jokingly say that every one of us has our own ringtone but from mm-hmm. what you just said it sounds like that's actually an accurate statement
1: it's, it's absolutely right on it is your energetic vibrational signature as it were and in the early days you know and I've been doing this a long time over 40 years that I've been focusing on Transformational healing music—they called it, you know, your 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 key tone. Well, it's much more complex than just one single tone. It's a combination of all the integrations of your physiology, your body, mind, spirit, emotions, your energy fields, your chakras, um, your accumulation of life experiences. That all merges together. And when you get into a place of where there might be some chaos or disharmony or distress, distortion, dis-ease, disassociation, music is a natural balancer and a natural attractant to a place of harmony. And I should paraphrase that, say, transformational healing music. There is some music that can (laughs) take you the other way and be very disruptive to your energy field. And that's why it's really, really important for people to take responsibility for the sound that's going on in your environment. As much as if, you know, somebody's dog came in into your house and, you know, took a poop on the living room carpet. Well, you know, are you going to just sit there and go, oh, isn't this nice and stay there all day? Well, you're going to do what needs to happen to r- remove yourself or, remove, <laughs> you know, remove the offending odor. And sound is the same way. If you are in a place to, you know, I have so many restaurants I walk into and I sometimes we'll walk right out because the sound is abrasive. It's offensive. It's intrusive. And why would I want to nourish my body with potentially, hopefully delicious food and be in a space where people are screaming and yelling and plates and silverware and the music is pounding and thumping and it's aggressive. It's like they don't, they don't balance each other. They don't, they don't, uh, harmonically resonate with each other. So I think really that uh,
3: Ty and I should have made that choice the other night when we went out but we were with a, a host so we stayed sure. but I know what you're saying. We're coming up on a break and I want everybody yes. to come back cuz Jim is going to share with us the most amazing story I've ever heard of healing. Through music But Jim, before we break I just have to share with you That last month I had a little medical issue going on And I had a treatment And when I came home Back to the bus from that I was so off balance mm-hmm. Way off balance And you know what came to my mind? I have to listen to some of Jim Oliver's healing music And I had one on my phone It was called Harmonic Resonance And Mm -hmm. I just sat down. I was in pain. I put on my headphones. I got into the music. I got lost in your music. I had the most amazing experience. I was seeing lights. I felt the presence of my guides. I felt an absolute shift from Mm, this music that was made, not just for me, but for everybody. So I thank you for that.
1: I'm so happy to hear how you received it and resonated with it because that's, in the broad picture, that is Um, why I do what I do. And I've really devoted the better part of my life to understanding and exploring how I can help people help themselves through transformational healing music and help people find that balance and that equilibrium. That's really what it's about. It's like a string vibrating. It goes up as much as it goes down. You know, musical frequencies are already balanced. So we already have... Uh, you know, a leg up on um, when things get disruptive and and out of uh, out of harmony, and then having music that brings you to that place of balance, your body and being are attracted to that. If somebody sings the note la, and then someone else sings la, and then someone else sings la, if you get all these people in the room. Within seconds, they'll all go to singing the same pitch. It's in our nature to be in harmony with ourselves and our environment.
3: I love this. Well, Jim, we're going to go to a break, but when we come back, we'll talk about that one healing story. And what you said really Mm -hmm. struck me. You said that people can help themselves to heal through music. So I want to focus on that. So if you all are listening and you want to know, please come back. After the break, we're talking with Jim Oliver, wonderful, wonderful healing music composer.
0: You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
2: It takes you to power
0: Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate Today.
1: Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what the Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much? To find out more about Unity teachings, visit unity.org.
2: Take time out for you and join other like-minded souls looking to build their connection to spirit with the Unity at Sea cruise in 2019. Experience a spiritual retreat at sea as you participate in a special program designed to help you on your individual journey of self-discovery. Deepen and explore your spiritual growth with Unity ministers and presenters as you enjoy exotic Caribbean ports of call. For all the details, go to unity.org slash unity at sea now to make a deposit by January 30th and save $100.
0: Have you looked at Unity Magazine lately? It's been beautifully redesigned, and it's full of interesting in-depth articles and interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies and completely new ways to interpret the Bible, plus the latest spiritual books and music. There's a little news from Unity Village, and some of your questions might be answered too. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org.
2: Discover how to connect with our loved ones on the other side with Suzanne Giesman and Messages of Hope. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Central as Suzanne shares evidence that love never dies. An evidential medium, spiritual teacher, and author, Suzanne brings hope and healing through her gift of communication with those who have passed. Suzanne brings messages of hope and love that go straight to the heart. Tune in this Thursday right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment.
0: 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Well, I hope you're
3: enjoying this show as much as I am. We're talking with Emmy Award-winning composer Jim Oliver, a friend of mine and of ties. And Jim is talking about the amazing healing power of music. Jim, would you please tell our listeners the story that just amazed me the first time I heard you share it about the man in a coma who was healed by music?
1: Well, thank you, Suzanne. Um One of the important things with the music that I offer is that, you know, typically it's not quote-unquote prescriptive music to where, you know, I do something for your liver, I do something for your kidneys, I do something for your heart or your whatever. Um, Sometimes those kinds of things can... um, lead people to have expectations, and can draw them away from their true self, their true nature, and what's most important, your own self-healing capabilities. So all of what I offer is about empowering people or offering the opportunity, the potential and possibility for people to be self-empowered. Your body and being are self-healing. And when we create an environment that supports to the highest degree self healing, self awareness, self responsibility, then amazing things can happen. Back in the early 80s, I was working with a fellow who is an acupuncturist, um, kinesiology oriental medical doctor, naturopathic doctor, and using all of these modalities and using muscle testing, kinesiology, we discovered and learned that any weak muscle test, so they could do what's called therapy localized. If you've got a pain in your liver, you can hold your arm out, touch where your liver is, it'll go weak. Take your finger off the liver area hold the arm out, test, it stays strong. That just shows you there's something in the parasympathetic nervous system that's disruptive to that energy meridian. And what we found is that for each of these muscle tests, and whether it's a chiropractor checking for... Cervicals out of alignment, or stressed muscles, or whether it's a glandular or vitamin deficiencies, or whatever, there is a specific frequency, which is the pitch of the note, and a specific frequency uh, su- uh, waveform sine wave, square wave, sawtooth wave, or combinations thereof. That when that sound is played, the weak muscle test goes strong. And so I went okay, and this all and this all evolved from a fellow was having root canal procedures done was hypersensitive to the uh, the novocaine and the analgesic drugs they give you. And I said, well, remember the old days? You used to ride a motorcycle, and after an hour ride, your arms and hands would be so numb you couldn't hold a glass of water. Why can't we find frequencies that will numb that area, and then other frequencies like in the soles of your feet that that the body naturally dispels pain and we did the oh, testing I created damn, a piece of music he he had three root canals done with no anesthetic
3: that's what I was afraid you were just going to talk about I remember you telling me that story and I thought I'm not sure I'm ready to trust music to numb my teeth it
1: totally freaked out the dentist he had to go home afterwards he was just like he couldn't wrap his brain around it but anyhow um we had done a talk at a at the local hospital here and and um about symphonics, which is what uh, we call the process. And the gal came up and said, gee, you know, I'm a daycare nurse for a fellow who's been in a coma for nine months, something like that. He's had two brainstem infarctions. And the medical community basically says, you know you can leave him in the hospital till he passes away or you can take him home till he dies you know they they have nothing to offer she says can we you know can i tell his wife about you guys and i said absolutely well they brought him over uh, the wife was intrigued uh, the, her husband had been a mu- was a musician and uh, very tuned to music and they brought him into the studio on a gurney in a coma mm-hmm. and um, we found some frequencies that you know, through surrogate testing since he was in a coma, um, using his wife as a surrogate, found the frequencies. And as we were playing the frequencies, before I even started the music, he came out of a coma. Mm. Mm. And, you know, and and this is quite remarkable, but, you know, for those that want to explore it even more, uh, Dr. Oliver Sacks who is the preeminent neurosurgeon and uh, wrote a book called Musicphilia and a wonderful, amazing fellow uh, from New York. Um, There was a movie about him called Awakenings, and Robin Williams played Oliver Sacks, and Robert Mm -hmm. De Niro was in it. But it was about his work with people who had been in coma for for 10, 15, 20 years coming out of coma when he would play certain kinds of music that they recognized music from their time period. So anyhow... um, That's the long and short of it, is that that is the power of music. In fact, Oliver Sacks had an organization called Music Has Power, and music is profoundly, profoundly powerful if we welcome it to be.
3: But that's, that's the question then, Jim. You know, I made a joke about I'm not ready to start having root canals without anesthesia, but if I truly believed in the power of music, well, perhaps I would. Is that the problem? Because I hear the story of the man in the coma, and I think, well, why aren't we curing more things with music?
1: It's, well, you know, you can look at the metal communi- medical community, the pharmaceutical community, and you can you can, um, you can connect the dots as to how we've evolved as a society into putting the responsibility for our health care in the hands of someone else. And, and obviously, if you are undergoing medical treatment, you know, physical, uh, psychological, whatever, maintain that. But the music can be used as an incredibly powerful and profound enhancement to that. Sometimes it's the main event. You know we've had you know we've worked with uh, we did well over a thousand sessions in that fifteen year period that we were doing symphonics brain tumors diabetes m s cerebral palsy, cervical cancer, breast cancer throat cancer, wide wide variety of of ailments, and everyone responds to sound, and every person responds yeah. to sound and we, many 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 people the vast majority of people then began to experience wellness because they shifted gears and started seeing how they could participate you know in hospitals where people need pain medication they learned i mean it makes sense to us they instead of just going okay every 3 hours give the guy a shot of something they went oh let's ask them when do you need your next pain medication mm-hmm. and In between, how about visualizations? How about healing music? How about watching things that are pleasant and uplifting? And they found that people could reduce the pain medication by, you know, 70, 75 percent. And people were in the hospital for half the amount of time when when they were given the opportunity to be empowered
3: well you know you just reminded me i was joking about the dentist but the last time i had a procedure done i took my headphones and i took your music and i said to the dentist do you mind if i listen to music as an experiment and while you're working and i still had the numbing but i Mm. was emotionally so much more calm so let me ask you so you work for 15 years with thousands of patients one-on-one now you're reaching a thousand people at once with your harmonies of light experiences so why don't you, yes. you tell us more about how people can heal themselves it, listening to your events for sure but your events are which people can learn about by the way at jim's website jim dot music.com did i get that right
1: that's it, Jim yes and sign up
3: sign his email list because the next event is not yet scheduled, and if you want to participate in that live, you'll want to get on his list. But how do people help themselves with music?:
1: You know, all along my path in this life of being of service through music, I look to see how can i how can I go to the next level, the next level, the next level? Take it beyond entertainment. Take it beyond distraction. Take it beyond checking out, tuning out, and bring it to its the main event, checking in with yourself, tuning in with yourself. And awareness and ultimately awakening to your true self, your true nature, to your higher self, the God essence that's within you, each and every one of us, right here right now put your attention towards that meditate every day towards self peace deep inner peace and you'll be amazed at what unfolds in your life and people will notice it they'll say what is different with you something is different listen to the music that i offer on the website we have wonderful samples get a few cds or mp3s or whatever we have dvds and Along the way, I also studied color therapy with uh, some folks in England. Color is a vibration just like audible sound is a vibration. Audible sound that we can hear is 20 cycles a second to 20,000 cycles a second. Above audible sound is ultrasound. Well, they use ultrasound to break up kidney stones. Mm-hmm. Above that is radio waves, AM, FM, maritime. Above that is visible light. Visible light is 400 to 800 trillion cycles a second. It's simple math. When you play a note on on a musical instrument, that's your, that's your root pitch. If you go up an octave, the frequency doubles. So if you play a note that's 100 cycles, the octave up is 200. Above that, 400. 800, 1,600, 3,200, and so on. And audible sound and visible light are 35 octaves apart. So I always wanted to be able to, when I play music, have the harmonically mathematically related colors shine. And it has taken all this time, 35 years of waiting really for the technology to be available. And I have that. I've invented a lighting system, I developed it, that as I play the notes on the keyboards, the harmonically, mathematically related colors shine up into a special fabric, looks like Aurora Borealis. So when you go to the website and you see pictures of me with all the keyboards and all the colors shining, that's not Photoshop. That is exactly what it looks like. So we do live streaming video harmonies of light
3: experiences. Do you have any, any kind of feedback or do you have a feel for what the color has added to the experience? Is it quantifiable at all?
1: Well, you're, you're, you're taking the, the, the healing container, that audible sound is 10 octaves. Now you've extended that 35 octaves above, and then the range of color, and then above color is X-rays, gamma rays, and cosmic rays. So you're up in that vibrational realm. So you're reaching out, extending your energy field, receiving harmonized environment that expands. 10 octaves of sound 35 octaves above now you're 45 47 octaves of harmonized space and Mm -hmm. the feedback and response we get is, is absolutely amazing you know everybody says off the charts well it's absolutely amazing you know just take the time to go visit on JimOliverMusic.com and go to the Harmonies of Light tab, which you'll see. You know, the last event we had was Solstice, and you can still get replays for that. Um, so, with, how do you come back to down harmon- to
3: Earth after that experience? Six, six, you who you know who is flowing through you?
1: I, I didn't catch the first part.
3: You how do you come back down to Earth after? bringing through that beautiful energy.
1: I I never leave. <laughs> I'm always here and fully present and fully in service. Yes, it runs a lot of energy, but you know, after almost 40 years of doing this, you 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 build up the capacity to hold a lot of energy just as as you do with with your work it's the more you do it the more your resonance builds the more your mm-hmm. your capabilities to hold that resonance and to share it to transmit it to broadcast it so harmonies of light are live streams you you do it from your laptop computer or some people even do it from their iphones and ipads if you get online it's video um, i it, the event takes an hour i come on At the top of the hour, I say hello. We talk for 10 minutes or so about the topic of the day. last one was solstice. The one before that was calming the chaos. Um, The next one, I have some ideas of what it'll be. And then I sit at the keyboards. And, you know, when you go to the website, you'll see I've got, I think, about 14 or 15 keyboards all around me. It evolved Mm -hmm. from playing classical organ, of having just all these keyboards, all these layers of sounds. I've got grand piano, cellos, flutes, choirs, string orchestra, rich low bass. Bass is a carrier wave for the higher frequencies, the higher octaves. And then that goes up into the color. So as I'm playing, the the colors that are represented by the sound, you, you see. And um, it's a remarkable experience. So so you're watching this on your laptop, put on if you have good speakers on your laptop, which I highly recommend people get get good speakers. You can get it, you know, from from under $50 for a pair of speakers with a subwoofer all the way up to however much you want to spend. If speakers aren't feasible because you're in an apartment or whatever, Get a good pair of headphones, you know, a fifty or a hundred dollar pair of headphones. In fact, I'm gonna start offering headphones on my website because you get, you know, those little one inch diameter speakers in a laptop, they don't they don't do anything. They give you an octave or two, and we're giving you ten octaves of of healing frequency. So wow. you wanna receive as much of that as accurately as you can and then visually the colors. And because we're on the internet We have, like I say, people from all over the world. So if it's 6 p.m. on Friday night, August 8th, or whatever the date, I'm thinking August 8th will be our next one. I haven't looked at what day of the week that is. But at that time, when I come on live, it's live streamed online, so you go to a web address that when you get your ticket, you... um, are sent a link to that web address you go there and i'm playing live in the moment and the reason i play spontaneous improv is because it allows me to track the energy as the energy of the group is going in different directions i can track that musically i can sustain and 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 have things be very reflective and contemplative i can play arpeggios that that move uh, energy where it might be stuck. I can play strings that expand. I can bring in angelic choirs for for the, the majestic aspects. I can, you know, do chord progressions that engage and evoke emotions so that it's a, a true, real experience of of you and your life. And with your full permission and participation, you would be amazed at. Um, the experience that you have. And it's totally unique each and every time. Harmonies of Light is a -a one-of-a-kind music and synchronized, coordinated color system. And you are fully present with where you are at in this moment. And we also invite the future so that this comes along with you, and along with your ticket, you get two full weeks of replays. So you can watch it. We suggest people use this as your daily meditation. Every well, morning, Jim- get up, watch that Harmonies of Light. I play for about 40 minutes. So it's, it's um, deeply engaging.
3: It's uh, and a beautiful experience. Now, you mentioned... Using music in your daily meditation. I get that question quite often. You know, Suzanne, you, you teach meditation. Should I listen to music or should I not? And mm-hmm. I tell people that that's a personal thing. You're a composer. Mm-hmm. I can assume what your answer is going to be, but some music can be distracting. How about just in Absolutely. general? what is sure. your, Is there a should for that?
1: No shoulds anywhere in life. There's a saying, thou shalt not should on thyself. <laughs> 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 um and 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 let me offer my perspective on that. Silence is immensely powerful. But as we talked about a little earlier, sometimes the mind wants to hijack your attention. Got to get the car in for service, got to get the kids fed, got to get the menu for tomorrow, got to get the soccer balls, got to get the ding da ding da ding da ding da ding da ding and the my the mind hijacks your attention. The music I offer gives your mind something to do so that you can be present with yourself. This is about awakening to your true self.
3: I like that. I like that. It gives your mind something to do. So it's a planned distraction, right?
1: And, and, you know, it's not even a distraction. It's an engagement, a cellular Hmm. and emotional engagement that subtly resides in the background. It's like you're sitting in a hot room And then somebody turns on a fan and that cool breeze, it doesn't blow you out of your chair, but it's this presence. It's this essence that if you want to tune into it, you can. And the beauty of it, because it's spontaneous live, is you've never heard it before before. So you don't check out because I know where this is going. I've heard this song 50 times before. No, oh, yes. you've not heard it before. You don't know where it's going. So you tend to engage with it and be fully present with the music, which is a vibrational model of you and your optimal state. And from that, you can awaken to your true self. Nothing in life is more important and please hear this, nothing in life is more important than you awakening to your true self. Amen. Everything else is a distraction. Everything else is designed to take you away from yourself. So you buy that pair of shoes, you go to that restaurant, you watch that TV show, you drive this model car. The marketing people are at odds with you Awakening to your true self, be fully self-empowered, self-aware.
3: Wow. That's now, what it's all about. A little bit of a, there, a shift your here, unfold. Jim, if I could. Last week I had uh, Scott Taylor on an NDE experiencer who told us that he gets into a meditative state by toning. And a question mm-hmm. arose about that. And I said, ooh, well, I have a musical expert on next week. We'll ask him about that. Do you – have you – do you know can you tell us anything about toning as a good toning meditative is Wonderful
1: tool? because you can do it wherever you are. You can hum. In fact, when you listen to Harmonies of Light or any of my music, I in fully encourage people to hum along. You're bringing mm. that vibration. You're you're it's, it's it's another demonstration of your willingness to participate.
3: What does tone, toning actually it's, it's, do it's, to it's us it's if we, even if we're not listening to music? How does that sure. affect us?
1: You're vibrating the cells of your body and your being and you're setting an intention for creating a healing or um, a learning experience. Learning, learning and healing are the same. With each healing comes a learning and with learning comes a healing. and And the music helps take knowledge, and through integration, and I have a wonderful piece called The Light of Integration, and through integration, knowledge becomes wisdom. Nice. And that is, to me, the, the the higher purpose, in that wisdom is what guides us is through our life experiences. You know, we, we embody wisdom. Reading an encyclopedia and being able to spit out, well, there's 52 states in the U.S. and the moon's 250,000 miles away. That's knowledge. I mean, but what is the wisdom? What is the relationship? How how does that relate to you as a being on planet Earth at this point in time? And that's why my whole life musically is in harmonies of light is to helping people awaken to their true self, their true nature, that divine essence that you are, that gets disrupted by life, but can always come back to balance and harmony.
3: And it's music. so clear that, that you were meant to do this work. I mean, so driven oh, yeah. and passionate about it since <laughs> you were a child. I, As a medium, I've had many experience of of. Hearing and some experiences myself of famous people who are trying to influence us here to have better lives. It wouldn't mm. surprise me at all if you've had some famous composers helping you from the other side, Jim.
1: Well, people have, you know, people who who have those abilities—clairvoyance, um, clear sentience, or psychic mediums—have sometimes shared with me that they see. Um, the, the team and the angelic realms um, I open it up to whoever can help support this to be the most um, profound meaningful purposeful experience for people we just don't have time for more fluff you know there's just we just don't have time for that we don't have the luxury of and it's and it's not luxury uh, that's the kind of thing we we don't have the time and space to just let that time and space go to waste be purposeful be mindful be aware you know be human beings rather than human doings be being, listen jim we, we just
3: yeah. don't have time to continue talking unfortunately because yes, our time is up but <laughs> th- we've been talking with jim oliver please visit his site and just listen to a few samples of his music and you will be just uh, sent to the heavens jim jim thank you so much for sharing with us today
1: my pleasure thank you suzanne for welcoming me and thank you everyone for joining us thank you so much
0: Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.